This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just a reminder, on Black Friday, I'm doing a very special live shopping experience on the Pro Wrestling Tees Whatnot called Colt's Closet. It's only my stuff, wrestling memorabilia I've collected from over the years. Join me Friday, November 25th at 6 p.m. Central at PWTLive.com. I'll see you there. This is the Art of Wrestling with professional wrestler Colt Cabana. All right. How you doing? Come on in. Sit down. Relax. You're about to listen to the Art of Wrestling, a professional wrestling podcast. It's a life podcast. It's a personal journal. It's an entryway into the minds, the souls, the hearts, and the lives of the people involved in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Colt Cabana. I, th- I think I forgot to say my name last week, so I will say it again. My name is Colt Cabana. I am a thanker. I am a giver. I am a podcaster. I am a live auctioneer. Most importantly, though, I am a professional wrestler, and we are coming to you live from my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. Before we go any further, this is a fan support and listener supported podcast supported by people just like you. A couple great ways that you can support head on over to coltmerch.com. I'm shipping all types of my merchandise from my apartment to you. T-shirts, pictures, posters, pins, DVDs, and more. Grab my shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Colt Cabana. Check me out on the Pro Wrestling Tees Whatnot, PWTLive.com. Rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word via social media or via your mouth, or the best way that you could support my Patreon, Patreon.com slash Colt Cabana. All of these Art of Wrestlings are ad-free over there. Everything's ad-free. Wrestling Anonymous, Pro Wrestling Fringe, also bonus Wrestling Anonymous calls that I take with my friends, and a lot more bonus stuff. Go check out my Patreon.com slash Colt Cabana. This episode will drop, has dropped, did drop, Thanksgiving 2022. I hope everybody is spending it either with your family or with yourself happily. I just hope for a great day for everybody. This is definitely a, a different art of wrestling than Thanksgiving's past. I am grateful and thankful for my guest today, Nyla Rose. And congratulations to Nyla Rose for appearing on the Full Gear pay-per-view this past week. And thanks for being awesome. Nyla is a new friend. In my past wrestling life, uh, we never crossed paths. She's a wonderful human and just a joy to share the locker room and the arena with. I know you'll enjoy our talk as much as I enjoyed talking with her. And I did this podcast at AEW a place where I've been contracted, I guess I would say off and on, I was not contracted for two days, for the past almost three years. And a couple of weeks ago, I wrestled Chris Jericho, 
And I wanted to share the story of how I almost died wrestling Chris Jericho. Not a lot of people know this story. Some of the people in the back know this story. The doctors know this story. I'm not telling this story to make an excuse. Nobody would have even known. Everyone complimented me on my match, and I'm appreciative for that. But this is just a fun story, and in 20 years, I will laugh about it. In the moment, I did not laugh about it. I guess a couple weeks afterwards, I can laugh about it. Of course, in my laundry room is my wrestling gear. I'll wash my knee pads. I'll wash my singlet. I don't dry them, though. Just wash them, hang dry them. And, of course, I wash my wrestling socks. Now, I'm sure those of you with a washer-dryer in your home know about the case of the disappearing socks. Well, I don't know where my wrestling socks went. They went somewhere. And with me, I like long black soccer socks, long wrestling socks, so there isn't a gap in between my boots and my knee pads. I don't want just, like, hairy skin. So I like the long soccer socks because it fills in that space. So before I was going to wrestle Chris Jericho, I had to go out and buy a new pair of socks. And of course I procrastinated. So I waited till the night before I went over to target. I asked where the soccer section was and I looked for the soccer socks. I went over there and they only had long black socks for the kids. So my next move was, I guess, going to the men's sock section. And as I make my way over there, I do see a pair of long socks. Now these socks are called compression socks, which I kind of know what they are, but not really. That's fine. Just they'll fit and I'll wear them under my boots and my knee pads. So I do. And I wrestle against Chris Jericho. Now, of course, that match, there was many emotions. There was a lot of tension going into it. My anxiety was high. Tensions were high. The building was hot. So as I go to wrestle Jericho, I put on my compression socks, my knee pads, and my boots what I don't realize is that I have essentially just made a tourniquet for the bottom half of my body. Here you go. I'm going to read this from the internet right now. What is the benefits of wearing compression socks? Compression stockings are specifically designed to apply pressure to your lower legs, helping to maintain blood flow and reduce discomfort and swelling. They may be prescribed by your GP if you have a condition that causes poor blood flow in your legs. Well, here's the thing. My blood flow is absolutely perfect. So essentially what I did was restrict everything. And I remember vividly thinking, man, I can't feel my legs. I guess it's just the nerves, but it was the nerves. It was the anxiety, but it was also the compression socks. And by the time I did that moonsault to the outside and had to run myself into the ring to go give Chris Jericho a flying asshole, I had absolutely nothing left in my body. And I just attributed that to the night of wrestling, but no, it was because I literally had cut off the supply of blood to my own legs, causing high blood pressure and low, low oxygen. I knew I was on live TV. I knew it was in front of a giant crowd. I knew it was a big moment for me. So I figured a way to do it to Jericho, knowing the match would come to an end very quickly. It did. I, for some reason, could not move. And as I make my way back to the trainer's room asking for electrolytes and the trainers being like, we're not sure what's going on. And me just saying, I, I got to get this stuff off of me. I feel so compacted and I ripped my singlet off and it still didn't feel like enough. And I couldn't breathe and I felt lightheaded and I had a headache and my head was pounding. And then I'm just like, oh, can you take my boots off? And I felt like such a schmuck asking a grown man to take my boots off. But the trainer was like, no, of course, that's my job. And he rips my boots off. And then I'm like, can you take my, my knee pads? I just feel so constricted. And he takes my knee pads off. And then I'm like, can we get my socks off? And I say, you know, I bought these compression socks last night. And then the eyes of the trainers 
are just like, what? As I was asked to lay back for the next two hours while ice was just put all over my body, I was educated as to why you should not professionally wrestle in front of 10,000 people and almost a million people at home in compression socks. Hopefully my wrong can help somebody in the future and you are either a current or a future pro wrestler and you needing socks. No, just grab the regular ones. A lesson from me to you. Before we get into my talk with Nyla, I do want to talk about our sponsor this week, Manscaped and the Performance Package 4.0. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. They've asked me to say something about using the code Colt and getting 20% off and free shipping while talking about my balls at Thanksgiving dinner. Or trimming your balls like trimming a turkey, maybe. I don't. They're always trying to put some kind of topical humor in there. I have Manscaped for years, but I love my Manscaped products. They are a part of my hygiene routine. Inside the 4.0 package, you get the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, the Crop Preserver, and Manscaped shower products. Now, this could be great for yourself and definitely a present for your loved one. I've always been afraid of bringing electronics in my shower, but you can bring the 4.0 in the shower. It's waterproof. So it has been making my life a lot easier to get all the little nooks in the little areas. And I want to make your life easier, too, with 20% off and free shipping. Just use my code COLT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code COLT. Hit up manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That Bucky sweatshirt looks so comfortable. It is. And you did say I was going to get into some more comfortable clothes. And I did. That's, that's legit. It is. It is a <laughs> talking about a visual thing in an audio medium. Yeah, that's all it's, right. uh, it's a tie dye Bucky's hoodie that I with terry cloth. It's kind mm-hmm. of like wearing a giant towel, mm-hmm. but it's comfy and it's cozy. Mm-hmm. It's important to you to be comfortable, or no? It is. I I bought this specifically for like my road adventures, like as a piece of loungewear. It it I was gonna say it does not leave my travel case, but it does because I wash it because mm-hmm. I'm not gross. <laughs> but then it goes right back in. Like this is 100 percent for the road. Do you have airport? Uh, do you have hotel specific 
hotel. Do you have airplane specific? I do. I do have a very specific travel outfit, except for occasionally I can be a little <laughs> ludicrous and now just I'll come up with the craziest shirts and, and either buy them, find them or have my wife make them because she does her own sewing thing or whatever. And um, shout out, seems legit DMV. Uh, and, and I'll just convince her to make shirts and then I'll just wear them in the airport just to get people and <laughs> see their reactions. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, but- I mean, I like for all the trips of the overseas trips, I just have this like Target shirt that I have that's basically like, it's so comfortable. It's not even a shirt. Like it's barely uh, <laughs> right material, and it's just like, oh, this is the this is the fifteen hour t shirt that I wear. Yes. Right. So kind of the same print. So for short flights, like pretty much the week to week travel we do here at AW, I'm like my leggings with the pocket. Got to have a pocket in them. Uh, leggings with the pocket. Some sort of shirt. Usually a uh, like a racer back or you know a. Um, what am I, I, I've lost words here. Uh, a camisole of some sort, tank top, something just comfortable. What did you call it? Canvasol? Camisole. No clue. No. <laughs> Never heard <laughs> it's of it. It's a fancy before. word for a tank top, okay, essentially. Nice, it's a fancy nice. tank top. Uh, and then like a, uh, a jacket that's like the same material as the leggings, uh, all athleisure wear. Mm. Um, that's just my comfy, cozy, ready for the plane. But for Perfect. longer trips, I like a big t-shirt and some sweatpants, <laughs> like super cozy. Perfect, perfect. I uh, I learned a tip from Tony Hawk about traveling. Directly or from well, yes, a magazine? I, I directly read it from a magazine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he said, anytime you're traveling, make sure you travel in clothes you don't mind wearing for three or four days okay. in case they lose your luggage. So I've kind of taken that to heart. Yes, I was, talk- I was talking flight tips with Satnam Singh today. <laughs> I want to know what his flight tips just are. And, and like telling me that like he's done many times international travel in coach. <sighs> oh, right. He, and, what is he like? Twelve foot fourteen? Uh, like correct, which would be thirteen <laughs> foot two. <laughs> I think yes. Okay, yeah. I can't imagine. So that's that was geez. an interesting conversation. Maybe for a later podcast. Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> for him and I to just to just talk about traveling tech tips. Um, okay, so uh, wrestling, here we are. Well, life. Where are you from? New York? I'm from New York now. Why does everybody think that? So I just assume New York. <laughs> everybody thinks I'm from New York and I don't get it. Do I give off a New York vibe? My very, my very New York. Have you, do you li- I don't even know where you live now. I, I, In New York? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm not even close. What if not you're like, even close. You're like. Five hours San Diego, south. Five hours North south. Carolina. <laughs> Where it's five hours south of New York. Vermont? Washington, D.C. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> Did my, I say north? I meant south. Did I say yeah, no, you said south. Okay. I just don't know my... <laughs> I just don't know. My, okay, DC. no, no. I well, so I'm New York. I'm fr- <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> in my head, a Chicago boy's head. It is. It's it's all the same. Yeah, for sure. It's all the same. Um, no, I'm from DC, from Washington DC proper. I was born in the city. I grew up on Mount Pleasant, uh, which is like right in the heart, right up 14th Street. If anybody knows, it's like a main artery. You seem like a real Bronx person. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm like, DC is like the Bronx of the South. Okay, I don't. That, that's okay. what they say. No, nobody says that. Um, but like now, I live in Alexandria, Virginia. What, DC? Did Did you grow up um, 
a, pol- a political person? Not at all. Do you have I'm to still be political? Not you, so you kind of have to be a little bit in this day and age, just in general, but like... Well, if you're living in D, I feel it's so you're so immersed with everybody there. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm not. No, so yeah, as as like a young twenty something person, it's a transplant city. There's lots of people coming in and like, oh, I work at this place and I'm uh, a lobbyist for this thing, and it's like, okay, I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) that's just me. Like I, I can turn off politics. Like when it like. What's important? Let me vote on those issues. Like, let me take a stand for this and that. But hey, it's time to relax. Like, mm-hmm. shut up. I didn't know if I didn't know if it's just like overbearing being in DC proper or growing up there at least. No, 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 no. It's just like, like it, else. so downtown in DC is like where a lot of like the government and like all the official buildings are. I grew up a little bit more uptown, where it's like the suburby kind of like hood area like I grew up in a not so good area if I took you there now you would see it you would call me a liar to my face because it's been totally gentrified Mm -hmm. but like when I was growing up it was not a good area okay especially in the 80s and all the epidemic of drug use and everything Uh, parents uh both parents both parents you do I have both parents did you grow up with both parents uh I yes and no um, my parents never married. Okay. But they were both always in my life. Like, they just... Marriage wasn't a thing for them. They just... Were they together? I mean, at one point, <laughs> I, like, I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm proof that they were. Nice. But, uh, no, they, they never tied the knot. They just, hey, this isn't for us. And, like, kudos to them for, like, figuring that out early, because divorces and crap can get messy. But did you grow up in the same house? No, not at all. No, I grew up, I grew up with my mother. I grew up in a house, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, and as wild as this next sentence is, my grandma's boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And you, so you said not that good of an area. (laughs) So I'm imagining maybe not that, like, in my head, like, oh, a giant full house house. It kind of was a full house house, but, like, one story, it was an apartment, uh, an apartment right in the heart of D.C. on Mount Pleasant. So what was the room You and Grandma and the boyfriend in one room? No. So Grandma and the boyfriend had their room at the, at the front. Uh, my mom kind of took over the living room, and it was kind of like a living room bedroom situation. And then my aunt and myself had bunk beds in the very back room, which we call the junk room for some reason. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of like where all the spare stuff was, but it was like anything we needed to store. It wasn't a storage unit. This sounds horrible. I'm doing a terrible job of describing this. But it was a bedroom. But it was like you know that's where we kept our like, hey, time to put clothes coats away for the winter. Like yeah. stick them in the closet back here, or like. All my play toys are back here. And and up until like teenage years, we're in a bunk bed with your aunt? Um, no. So we left D.C. I want to say I was probably, goodness, you're making me think, yeah, like <laughs> eight or nine. Okay. So you may be nine years old in a bunk bed. Like how old do you think your aunt was? <laughs> <laughs> um. Just off the top of my head, I feel like I remember her in her 30s. In her 30s. I feel like I remember her being 36, and like during this era. And I don't want, am I allowed to ask how old you are? How old I am yeah. now? 
I, the, I, I am in the, in 25, 25 years old. So being close to for thir- like the 13th <laughs> time. <laughs> but I'm saying, can you empathize now of just being like, whoa, my aunt. Just imagine you right now. Oh, yeah. Bunk bedding with a nine year old, right? Yeah. So I kind of sort of do that like with my son. Because occasionally he'll like have bad dreams or whatever, or he like he just needs to be close. So he has what we call like a mommy night. So like we'll have like little slumber parties every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, but this is every single. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a you don't have a social life as an aunt, like her at the time. At the time, not really. Like she had her friends. Uh, from what I remember, like she would go to work and come home. I mean, you're and not bringing just, any any friends home to the bunk bed. No, we were right. just we were just hang out. We were like a like a full house kind of yeah. like family unit kind of thing. Like uh, we we were the social. We were our unit. And no brothers or sisters. Uh, oh, through my dad. Okay. Through my dad's side, I have a sister who's older by one year, a brother who's younger by one year, and then my baby sister who's not a baby at all now because I just learned she's driving and that's terrifying mm-hmm. to me. Um, but she's younger by like a significant amount of years. She's like, what, 17 now? And then you would split time between dad and mom? Or, or... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, every every once in a while or like every whenever. Like it wasn't arranged. It was kind of like, I want to see my dad. And like I would just go hang out at my dad's house and there was no, you know, like a lot of split family homes are like, you get the kids for two weeks and then right. now is my week. And now it's, there was none of that. It was like, I want to go be with dad. Okay. Like I'm just, but for the majority of the time I was with and, my mom. And your parents didn't hate each other enough. No. That, cool. Whatever. Right? Yeah. They, they just had a working situation. I, I don't know how they did it. I wish they would write a book because I see so many families that are, split household like the parents are just making it harder on each other and the kids are suffering Mm. and and i looking back on it was like super blessed that my parents they got along and they just made it work like they marriage wasn't for them love wasn't for them but they had a love for each other and they did what they could for each other to make my life as easy and smooth as possible and i'm like kudos to you guys oh yeah The podcasts are ad-free over my Patreon, but right now I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, wrestling. Since a, since a, a kid? Since a kid. Yeah, any, I want to say four. Any, me too. That's right. It's so <laughs> weird. Like you, and that's a question we always get asked. Like, and it's just, but like, you, you, you always have that flashback of that memory of just being like, like, why do I remember Andre the Giant getting his hair cut at three years old? Yeah. So right. I, I just, I, I just remember once, once it like really got hooked into me. Like it was something I did with my grandmother, um, as I've mentioned numerous times, and a lot of people may and remember. And her boyfriend. <laughs> no, he was a musician though, so he was like often like in his like world like headphones on on the keyboard whatever and me and my grandma would just be like jamming out in the bed watching earthquake or like demolition or something and she loved it or she loved it (laughs) she would tell me the same story about her going down to the armory and watching haystacks calhoun and uh coco beware but my grandma of course from the south would like add a necessary coco bewares right (laughs) and just and uh yeah that's amazing and and as she like do you recall her like teaching you about wrestling or, or making you want like do you think you've picked it up or she was just like sit down and let's i'm gonna show you professional wrestling no it was it was more like uh it was it was more like she was watching it she was doing her thing and i'm just, like grandma what on earth are you watching yeah. and she just would scoot over and let me plop kind of how i'm sitting on the edge of this bed like we would just sit there and just eyes glued and do you remember her like TV? every week wanting to watch wrestling yeah like i it was just it, it was literally was her. something we did yeah. like even even in her older older years or later years uh she would rush us off the phone like my mom would call her up or like i would call her up she would legitimately like girl i got to go my my wrestling's on like she would rush us off the phone she wouldn't talk to us no more yeah we haven't heard from grandma all day and she, yeah i was at the store i'm shopping like my wrestling my show was on get me get off the phone now is she just watching like is she like a super is she like all wrestling and is like knows all about everybody or is it just like just wwf she she knows she knows what she likes. Majority of that was WWF, WWE. Uh, but like any wrestling that was on, she would take it in. Okay. She wouldn't necessarily know anybody. Yeah. But there's there was numerous times when, I don't know, like 2, 12 in the morning, whatever, she would call me like, girl, why are you up, first of all? Yeah. She's like, who who is this on the TV? Who is this man fighting? Like... She just caught some wrestling somewhere right. and just wanted to know who these people and were. What did she specifically like? Just in general, like of wrestling, she would always be like, "I love it when they do this," or "I love this kind of match." Or, you I know, love. I don't, I don't recall anything specifically. She loved, she loved the uh, uh, the Mucho Man, the Mucho Man, <laughs> the Mucho Man. Mm-hmm. So, so did I, R- Rundy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she loved him. She loved uh, Hogan. Every everybody was Hogan. She loved Hogan, no Hulk, just Hogan. In mm-hmm. uh, in just any any of the names from the golden era, really. Um, and she no, hated Jake the Snake, of course. And she's no longer with us. <laughs> no longer with us. When did she pass? What two two years ago? I don't know. Right, right day. <laughs> so I mean, I was going to ask. She saw you wrestle. She has seen me wrestle. She knows you're a wrestler. She knows I'm a wrestler. Yeah. She 
worried about it all the time. She'd never want to see me get hurt. Um, she came to see me at an indie show one time in Manassas and threatened to beat everybody up with her cane. <laughs> Did like, she get to see the AEW stuff? She didn't. That's when she started mm, to get really ill. Okay. Um, our first show in DC, that's that's a, a forever heartbreaking for me. Like We had plans like, hey, we're going to bring grandma. And she just was not doing well that day. And it's like, maybe it's not a good idea mm. for grandma to go. Did she... She watched it on TV. Yeah, was she like of the idea like she knew what was going on or was it like kind of... No, she didn't know what was yeah. going on and she loved it and she she watched it on TV and, oh God, like she would tell everybody in the building, my granddaughter's on TV. <laughs> she, she loved being able to rub that in everybody's face, um, especially the building she was in. It, was, it wasn't a senior home, but it was like a senior community mm. in one apartment building. Okay. Um, so it was really cool because everybody was like independent on their own, but the whole building was nothing but seniors. So they kind of had that community with them. They didn't have to worry about like young people and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Don't no, get me started. They didn't have to worry about none of that. We look at you. We are. Yes. <laughs> I'm 25. You know, fair enough, it's a 25. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she, would go down and put it on the TV down in the study room and just love to rub it in everybody's face. Right. That's great. Uh, and then anyone else in the big family circle like wrestling? So my mom has started to get into it more over the years. Yeah. She was never... I mean, when you're a kid and you pick it up at four... Yeah, well, she was never into it then. She would just, yeah. you know, she would come and sit and watch it with us, but like never cared. Right. And then when I told her it was what I was going to do, she kind of rolled her eyes, but God bless, mom supported. But she was like, oh God, really? And then she would curse my grandma out. What have you started? What did you get her into? Yeah. <laughs> um, when she would come and watch my matches on the indies, she would never watch them. It scared her too much. Okay. She would watch the show, could watch everything under the moon. My match started. She would watch my entrance, and then she would leave or turn around and just say, let me know when it's over. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I've, I never even talked about this on, on the show, but my grandma came to one of my early matches, and I remember her being, like, scared. Yeah. And I... I don't know, I guess until you just said that, like, oh, yeah, my grandma did that, too. And then I'm probably like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I never thought, like, yeah, of course, like, we're getting whipped around, slammed around. In my head, it's just like, I'm doing my dream is the best. I, no, exactly. <laughs> I remember, I, I distinctly remember my mom cussed me out. I invited her to a match in Maryland. I forget where I was in Maryland. But, hey, I, is a match local? Do you want to come see it? Whatever. I forgot to tell her it was a cage match. Mom was not happy about that yeah. aspect. Yeah, I've gotten color in front of my mom. Before. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it was very weird. And I don't know. It was just at a time in my career where I was just like so enthralled in rest. Like it was just like, <laughs> that is art. This is part of what we do. And like not rem like being like, sorry, I mutilated myself in front of your mom. <laughs> Mom's a little, a little boy. But uh, so you said, I. this is what I said. This is what I'm going to do. Um, like what age did that come out? At some point in college, and um, I could not. I think I was legitimately like twenty five. Oh god! I think I think I was like a shoot twenty three, twenty four around then. And um, well, so then that's so then it's back, only two years ago. So, but back up before, so then you just through high school. 
go to college. Yeah, through, through high school, I was like... Just living life. What were the plans going to be? Uh, entertainment in some way, shape, right? or form. Um, I wanted to... I, I wanted to be a wrestler, but I didn't know how to go about doing it. But it wasn't really the drive. Like, acting kind of was. And it was like, okay, like, I know how to do this. Like, I'm in plays. I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm going to, like, casting calls. I've, I've got headshots. I'm going to auditions. Like, I know how to do acting. Like, I've got, I've got connections at agencies and stuff. So we'll pursue that. So that that's what it was. It was like, at some point, some kind of way, I need to cross over. I need to wrestle somehow. Mm. I just didn't know how to go about doing it. Mm. And then uh, found a wrestling school uh, in Manassas, Virginia, which is about 40 minutes. And, well, hold on. Did you go to college for acting? I I didn't go to college for acting. I went to college for, uh, I, I just got like a, was was like associate's degree, like the general, yeah, yeah. like something I could kind of apply anywhere and, and make the degree something that I could do anywhere in the world while I pursue acting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like what a, liberal arts, that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is the name of that? Di-? Yeah. I mean, I remember I just wanted whatever, and I was just like, business? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I didn't care what it was. I was just like, I'm just... I'm supposed to get a degree. Yeah, right? I'm supposed to get a degree. I'm going to go to college so people know that I'm smart, but, like, right. I want to get one that I can apply in any way, shape, or form to life mm-hmm. and just get a job anywhere if I need to move to Florida or California or wherever acting is going to take me. I just need my my degree to be malleable. Mm-hmm. And um, Good work. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the podcasts are ad-free over on my Patreon, but right now we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli? I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that, that was my plan. Okay. And then uh, my best friend at the time was like, hey, there's a wrestling school down here in Manassas. Do you want to go check it out? And and we did. We went to Kaido Pro Wrestling. Now, your best friend, who was this person at the time? At the time? Like, uh, uh, were they just a friend from, like, 
school, childhood, life. Ch- uh, a school, childhood, life friend okay. uh, that we grew closer together through wrestling. Uh, that's I, what I was going to say. Like, did they know you liked wrestling or they also liked wrestling? They also liked wrestling. Okay. I walked into, so coming from DC school, very different experience than like a Virginia school. And you mean public school? Public school, yeah, yes. Okay. And uh, very, very different experience. And this was my first time going to this kind of school and like being on my own in the school world. My mom, my, my whole, that side of the family worked in education. My grandmother, my mother both worked in education. So my mom would walk me to school because she also worked there, you know? Uh, so it's kind of, I, even though I was like on my own in school, I still felt tethered, like I still had them. Well, now at this point in life, my mother's going off to work at her school I get on the school bus or, you know, even at this point I'm walking to school, but I'm, I'm on my own. So I'm, I walk into uh, our TA class, teacher advisor, free, pl- free, free period, planning period, goes by a lot of different names. Um, but we called it TA. I walk into TA class. I have on an Undertaker shirt. <laughs> I look across the room. This kid has on a Shawn Michaels shirt and he's reading WWF magazine. I was like, that's my peoples. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got close. That's how we knew each other in seventh grade. And just through wrestling, our friendship uh, bloomed and, and, and grew. So then years later, they're like, uh, I got a school. Yeah. Are, are we going to do this dream that we were, th- that we both wanted to do? 100%. That's what it was. Okay. It, he called me. He was so over the moon excited. He, <laughs> so a little bit of a funny story about that. He's, he's like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's check it out. I'm like, oh, great. You know, I'm off work. You know, whatever day it is, like, let's do it. And what he, was work? Sorry. Uh, I think this is when I was working at the photo lab. Okay. And he uh, he ends up going by himself. He's like, so excited. Because for him, it was only about 20 minutes away from his house. Yeah. Super close. For me, it was like a whole 45 minutes. Anybody who lives in the DMV knows the traffic on 66 out to Manassas. Could have been 45 minutes. Could have been an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he goes out there. He checks it out or whatever. Our uh, the guy who runs the place, Jimmy Z. He's like, "Hey, let's rib Nyla," and calls me and is like, "Oh, you know, your friend came down. He checked out the school, tried some stuff in the ring. He's heard. Needs you to give me a call back at the hospital, whatever, whatever." I don't call back because I'm busy playing Guitar Hero, trying to get a perfect score playing Thunder Horse on expert mode. I don't call back for like another four hours. Because you didn't see the call? I didn't see the call. Because you were so zeroed in on... so zeroed in on the game. Did not see the call. I it fu- was huge at that time. It, oh my God, yeah, right? Of course. They have the actual guitar. I'm going to town. I finally call back. I'm like, oh my God, Jim, what's going on? Like, you called me. Jim had no recollection because it had been like four hours. Amazing. Amazing. So did... <laughs> Did he sign up before you? He did. He did. But couple, like a couple of he could not wait weeks. That's so funny. No, this is would, only a few days. It I, was I like, feel I would do the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be mad. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, fault him. Yeah. Like I was like, dude, it's like right there. I get it. Yeah. So you jumped. So you, but then you jumped in. I jumped in. Um, when I did have off of work, I drove down to Manassas. I went to the school. It was. And you were willing to put the guitar down for a little bit. <laughs> I, I had given up on that dream of okay. getting <laughs> expert mode is really hard. Like I'm going to use the dexterity of my fingers into Roman knuckle locks. I, I got, yeah, I got close. I got close. 
I settled for like a good score on hard. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so you started training with Jimmy Z? Started training with Jimmy Z at Kaido Pro. A um, couple of names, uh, John Kerman, uh, eventually Christian York came through and uh, was teaching at the school and yeah. Yeah, I feel I have that t-shirt. I don't know why. Was it a, a yin-yang maybe? Kaido, something like that? I think there. I think that might have been an early one. Yeah, yeah. before I got there. Maybe before. Yeah, yeah, I think I have that shirt. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I've collected. I don't even think I've wrestled for them, but I've collected uh, wrestling shirts. Loki, not surprised. Yes, right, right. I don't even know, especially in my twenties. When I mean, I'll take anything for free now, but imagine when I was poor, right? So. Um, okay, so just start training in what a couple days a week, whatever. Do you start yeah, wrestling? So at the time, uh, Jim was like really, uh, he was he was really cool. He was really accommodating because at the time my schedule was crazy and training. I want to say for, I remember like Tuesday and Thursday for mm-hmm. some reason because um, he he had just reopened Kaida. It, it had been shut down for a little bit and moved around. Uh, so this was like a resurgence. And, you know, new class of trainees and everything. So it was like a very small class. But he he totally made arrangements for me to come in on Saturdays uh, early morning to train. And and so that's what I did. I, I got up like four in the morning on Saturdays, drove my little geo-ism because the P and the R fell off the back. I drove, drove my geo-prism. I was a geo-metro guy myself. <laughs> geo, it wasn't a geo-etro? It was it was, a- <laughs> no, yes, I had the M in the Okay, in the T, yes. lucky you. Thank lucky you. you. Braggadocious. Yes, I don't like to, but... <laughs> so I drove my little, my little black rusty geo-prism out to Manassas. Um, got, got there, what, like six, seven in the morning, Tired as hell, just getting my ass beat for a few weeks. And then what? And working at a lab, but trying to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, trying to trying to do the acting thing, working at a photo lab, um, and trying to go to school all at the same time. She, and wrestling and regular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. So you were busy. It was it was pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but worth it. Um, and then, I mean, I, I think my knowledge is like. I think the, the whole arc of the story is like Kenny uh, befri- maybe befriended you in Japan. Would that be the best way um, to say it? No, I wouldn't even say that. We I didn't even really like get to know Kenny or meet Kenny till here in the States. Okay. Um, but I guess he had seen some of my work or like through the small close-knit circuits. Sure. I got I got put on his radar Yeah. Um, so you, while, while in Japan. So like what's the process of being in Manassas at this uh school mm-hmm. with Christian York teaching you a couple days a week uh while selling shirts out of the back of his um <laughs> trunk which I think is a thing he told me he wants to he was a carny like me too he's like I got this new scam like I'll go to the bars and I'll make these funny t-shirts and I'll sell for ten I was like you're the best Christian <laughs> bless your heart he's Not like you sure you don't want to do it I was like I think I'm at a point where I don't need to do that but four years ago I definitely would have been there with totally you. sounds like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um in order to get, to, uh, I guess, from there to Japan, right? Yeah. So uh, a few few bumps along the way, I guess you could say. Um, but eventually, I ended up going to Canada to work on a television show. Um, and immediately coming back from Canada, while I was in Canada, let's rewind a little bit. While I was in Canada, uh, Nagayo Chigusa, legendary Japanese wrestler, 
had some tryouts here in America. Uh, my friend Renee Michelle went to one of those. She got selected. She went over to Japan, had a blast, made connections, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so when I get back from Canada, this between her going and this happening had been maybe six months, give or take, a terrible at time. Uh, but like right when I get back, maybe a week later, Renee is like, hey, Nagaya son's back in America. She's having another round of tryouts. I know you couldn't make the first one because you were in Canada. You need to be at this one. I'm like, I don't know. Like, so by this point, I'm managing a gym or assistant managing a gym. And um, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just got back from Canada. Like, Wait, but your assistant managing a gym, but I mean, the way you say it, like, I got on this gig in Canada. I got a I got a reoccurring show or what what is like it sounds like you're in the biz. <laughs> still still trying to break through in the biz. So podcasts are ad free over on my Patreon. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My boss at the time, super amazing guy. Hey, I got this opportunity in Canada. Like, what should I do? He's like, we can't hold a position. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I was like, okay, this is my two weeks. So I legit for all intents and purposes, quit my job, yeah. go to Canada, shoot the thing. I'm living in Canada for I two months. I need to know what that is, obviously. <laughs> the the switch. The switch? The switch. We okay. shot the switch in Canada. What's that? That's a whole other story. Let me wrap this story and then we'll okay. circle back. Okay. We'll, we'll go Scorsese on this. So I go to Canada for two months. I work on the switch. Um, when I get back to the States, oh, I need a job again. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, you know, you got any openings? Whatever. He's like, yeah, we, you know, we still got an opening here. Uh, we'll bring you back on board and just work you back in, whatever, whatever. So I jump back on the schedule. Like I already knew the job, I already knew the routine. So it's like, easy to get right back mm. to it. Um, so Renee is like, hey, you need to come to this try. I'm like, Renee, like I'm back from Canada, like maybe a week, two, you know, two weeks at the most. Like it's a very small window. I'm like, just got back, just got back to work. Like I can't take any more time off. Like I don't know how I'm going to get all the way to New York, whatever, whatever. She's like, okay, I understand, I understand. I guess she talked to Nagayo-san and, and 
Guess Nagaisen really wanted to meet me. So she's like, Nyla, you need to be at this tryout. Cool. I'm reading in between the lines of what you're saying. I will figure this out. So immediately after work, I shut down the gym, jump in the car, drive straight up to New York. And uh, me and Maria Manic tried out. Poor girl hurt her. She like broke her ankle in a freak accident. Yeah. Um, she was in her match, as in mine. Poor girl hurt herself. But we drove up. We did that. That's a whole other story. Um, and I guess I won a guy I sent over. She liked what I brought to the table wrestling wise and offered me a position to come train and, and work for her in Japan. It's the wrestling business. I don't believe anything until I'm in the ring. Of course. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Um, you know, she's saying her goodbyes and everything. And she comes up to me. She's like, hey, we're doing a show here over the weekend. I'd like for you to be on the show. I go, oh, well, okay. So go make arrangements, get a hotel room. Maybe, maybe there's something to this. Maybe this is like legit. I show up. Sure enough, I have a spot on her card at the show and we wrestle. And, and before the show was over, she's like, I want to bring you to Japan. What was the show? It was uh, Marvelous, uh, like Marvelous X America, like just kind of like a, a crossover. Marvelous was Nagayo Sun's new brand because she worked for what? Uh, uh, All Japan Women's Wrestling and then Gaya Japan. So Marvelous was like her new venture mm-hmm. where it's like just her on her own, running her own company. And um, so it's like, you know how they use like an X for like a crossover in media sometimes mm-hmm. it was as like marvelous x usa and it was just like a big show showcasing all of the japanese talent we're in new york in new york city yep and i, I don't remember where but yeah. it was in new york uh there was takumi aroha uh, uh mio momono mio um what year do you remember ish 2015 okay maybe, maybe even 2014 okay and a lot of people it was a lot of people there. Um, uh, Leo Rush was on the show. I want to say Cheeseburger was on the oh, show. Oh, so it wasn't just all f- female? No. Okay. No, no, no. It was, it was a good mix of people. It was a good mix of people. And it was just a showcase, the Japanese talent, the American talent. And halfway through the thing, she's like, I want to bring you to Japan. you know. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, again, thinking... Okay, well, we'll see. Like, yeah. when when does when do I get those ever oppor- when when do I ever get those opportunities? That's not something that happens to Nyla Rose. Like, whatever. I don't know. Maybe like three, four weeks later, I actually get a message uh, from someone in Japan. Hey, you know, I'm working with Nagaya-san. I'm the interpreter. This is, this is what we need to do. I want to get you over here. I'm like, oh my god, this is like legit. Like, mm. I'm actually gonna go to Japan. I fill out all the paperwork. I go get the stamps. Next thing you know, I'm on a plane to Japan for five months. Five months. Five months. I jumped in. Let's do it. You quit the everything. (laughs) (laughs) I I quit the everything. And did you have stuff back here in America? Because I know you have a kid. Aside from family. So I didn't have a kid at at that point. Not not the first two years. Um, But yeah, I, I, I quit the everything and jumped all in going to japan mm. as they say um uh, made made a name for myself there i guess and just working alongside the girls and really immersing myself in the the family style of training at the dojo and uh a lot of times a lot of a lot of people make the mistake of like going over there and being isolated and doing their thing and i'm like no if they're 
awesome enough to bring me into their lives, into their house. Like, I want to work with them. I want to, like, get to know them. Like, these are going to be my friends, my coworkers. This is my, they are my life. Uh, yeah, give me an example of people going over and isolating. I, I mean, I'm not looking for names, but I, I guess I'm kind of being like, what do you mean? Like, just sitting in their room all day? Or? Yeah, like, sitting in their room all day or, like, not training with the girls or, like, you know, just... Like, I don't even know. Like, That's just kind of. You've seen this a lot, though. Yeah. Enough I've, to point I've, it I've, out, huh? I've seen it and I've heard it, heard of it. And it's just kind of like, no, like, I'm going to interact with the girls. Like, where y'all going? Y'all going to the movies? Like, <laughs> yeah. let me go too. Right. And they would laugh. They'd be like, Nyla, you're not going to understand anything. <laughs> and I'm like, Psh, yeah. let's do this. So, like, all right. We went to the movies. I saw a fantastic movie. I had no idea what was going on, but I could follow along. Yeah. Um, because. I don't know, just for me, it's like translating not so much what is being said, but the situation, like reading body language and like learning people. And they quickly were like, no, Nyla's one of us. Like she's cool. got a Japanese heart. Like, mm -hmm. And so what was the schedule? Show, just shows and training? <laughs> pretty much shows and training. There was definitely some off time. And uh, me just giving it my all and giving them all of me, I earned their respect and like I earned my place. And then I didn't like, have to do training with them i still did and i still wanted to but a lot of times it's like okay cool you know well i'm gonna go for my hikes and my runs and explore japan and they they because to them a lot of the girls were uh the kohai like the the young girls like mm. you know they they were coming on to things like knowing that i had been doing this for a while they kind of gave me the respect of someone who had been in the business for a while and doing everything and I could kind of make my own rules. I was kind of like the the gaijin ace, if you will, in okay. in the dojo. Yeah, because I was going to ask if you, like, looking back, do you like pre going to Japan? Did you think like, oh, I'm a, I I know what I'm doing? I absolutely did not know what I was doing the first few times, but when I went back the second time, I definitely knew what I was doing. I almost mean like before even going to Japan, like before the invite. Like that part of your career where you like, I'm pretty confident. Of no, not at a all. No. I'm still not confident <laughs> in what I do. Are you right. kidding me? But like, uh, uh, I don't know. Them believing in me helped me believe in me. As mm. cheesy as that sounds. But it, it really did. It was kind of like, maybe I'm not a failure at this. Like maybe, you know, it sucks that it took me coming literally on the other side of the world to have that confidence to know that I'm on the right track because back home I'm not getting that same respect. Like I'm just not getting the same opportunities, the same respect for what I'm doing. But coming here to Japan, people are like appreciating what I do. They see what I do. They see the hard work that I'm putting in. Yeah. Did you, I mean, I don't know if you like know my track or, you know, like I, I feel I did every independent wrestling show ever. <laughs> and I'm sure I don't know if you've heard this a lot, but like, you know, I, I no offense, but, you know, I wasn't aware really of you before. None taken. I don't blame you because yeah. like <laughs> trying to scratch through and get to like the right. bigger name promotions. I was like, and, and this is just the reality of it. it is going to be some heavy stuff, but I'm like, I don't know if this is like a girl thing, if it's a black thing, if it's a trans thing, but it's definitely a thing because I'm seeing people come into this business three months in and they're having title main event matches on this show, but I've been doing this for six years and like you can't even let me, you know, jerk the curtain. Like, come on, like, just give me an opportunity. Right. Which 
knocked your confidence down. Is that right? I guess absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, what am I doing? Like, what? Where am I going wrong? What's What's the issue? Like, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Like, just be real with me. Mm-hmm. Hey, the podcasts are ad free over my Patreon. So right now, I'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Uh, so you did more, a bunch of trips to Japan. Yeah, like I, I basically lived in Japan off and on for about six years. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I knew. Like, I don't. I guess I just didn't know the extent of. I don't know. I know, like, all I know is, like, I think Kenny found you or whatever <laughs> so, it is. So completely unheard of. In my first year in Japan, uh, Mako Saitomura reached out to Nagayo-san and was like, I want Nyla on my shows. And, like, had me at Sendai Girls. She had me on her shows. Um, one thing I absolutely love about how it just works over there is how they work together. All the promotions understand, like, yeah, like this is, you know, this is my show, this is my promotion. I'm running right now, but I'll work with you. You know, we'll share talent, you know, and and they they work together. Like everybody has their own thing that they do. Mm-hmm. But they'll often work together and you'll see some of the talent going between shows. Here in America, it's like everybody is like, "No, my talent. Like yeah. you work for me, you can't work for them." I was going to say petty. Like it seems less petty over there. I don't know if that's the correct term to use. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's wrestling. It's it's all the same, but completely different. So I'm sure there is some of that. Right. But it's just handled in such a different... Yeah. And, and do you think that's culture? I uh, do. Okay. I think, I think a big part of that is culture and just like... Yeah. Like I don't know what else to say about it. Like I think a big part of that maybe is the culture. Yeah. Um, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think... If my if my correct information is correct, <laughs> uh, I think you did you transition as a like as a wrestler or yes. in your wrestling career? Yes, as yeah. an as an active wrestler, or I guess technically not an active wrestler. I took some time off to kind of like f- sort things out. Like you know, what do I want to do with college? What do I do with myself? Like just where is life going? Um, so wrestling stopped. The acting like. Everything just kind of took a backseat. I sorted myself out. I realized some truths about myself. And it was like, I got to do this for myself, for my own mental stability, for my life, quite literally. Mm. And we'll see where things go. You know, it's like, maybe there's nothing out there for me. Maybe there is. I don't know. Um, But one day as it were, I jumped on the Google machine and I'm like looking up, you know, LGBT wrestlers, specifically trans wrestlers, and just kind of seeing what's out there. And the only two people that ever came up in results were Mariah Moreno in California and then Jessica Love, who is in Europe somewhere. I want to say Germany, but I could be completely wrong. Jessica, if you're listening, please don't beat me up. Or do. Let's have a match. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I I saw their names and I was like, okay, so there's at least two people out there who are going through what I'm going through who are, who have a place. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I never thought I would be at the level that I'm at. I I thought the Indies was going to be it for me. And I reserved myself to being okay with that. But I did not reserve myself to being on the bottom barrel of the indies. I'm like, if I'm if if the indies is where I have to be, that's cool. I like the indies. Like, I, there's a lot to love about it, but 
damn it, I want to do some great shows. I want to do some great things while I'm here. So that's kind of what I was fighting for. Anything beyond that, absolutely a bonus. But just seeing that those two names, those two people existing and wrestling consistently for, you know, a few years for them at the time showed me that I could have a place. Did you ever reach out to them? I did. And uh, me and Mariah are are good friends. I was curious of like, I guess like I I would want to say like the like research of like, is what are the what are the questions in my head? They're like. (laughs) Is, is, is are people accepting or is this a thing or I don't even... I you know it's funny like I don't I don't think I cared about any of that I don't think I asked her any questions as, as, in that regard it's just like seeing her thriving and happy mm-hmm. was all the validation I needed okay. um, and I don't even remember how we hooked up or like linked up or whatever but we just like we connected and we just started talking and it was very natural and flowing and, and she's someone I call a really good friend now um, Jessica Love, on the other hand, uh, I've interacted with her a few times, but like definitely not the same bond that her and Mariah or my, Mariah and myself share. Uh, and so now, like the, the community, I think is I think is growing. I'm not one to speak to her, you know. It's, <laughs> I, it's not my place, but like, right, I mean, I, I just see a lot of these shows, and I yeah. see a lot of people more comfortable coming into the community. I know, I don't know, but you know, it's probably got so such a ways to go oh yeah right yeah like, no like your 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 observation is pretty spot yeah, on yeah, like, yeah. yes we have come leaps and bounds from where we were even like four or five years mm-hmm. ago but we still have so mm-hmm. much further to go for and, sure and so are people reaching out to you like i guess i i want to know like how much because here we are not in an aw bubble or whatever but you're you're in a nice spot in a big a giant company and like the two that you you know they were doing on on the indie scene but you're here in this i don't want even want to say a safe bubble you know like yeah. i assume it's a safe bubble but i'm not near <laughs> i don't know what you're you know maybe i'm there's something i don't know whatever um so you're i mean you're not in these little shows that some of, of the performers would be in so i don't know if you are like someone that they want to ask or reach or inform about like even or, or if you feel like it's even a place that you're even to like say anything so it's it's kind of funny because like uh, just what people's expectations are or like their their perception of reality like i've i've had people people still definitely reach out to me you know but i've also had things are like oh well, we would love to have knowledge about we know she's expensive and i'm like you you've never even reached out to me like you just you're just assuming at this point like or they just they just assume the wildest things purely because they see me on TV mm. or like have an action figure it's like they just think I'm unreachable now which is like flattering because it's kind of like the reverse of where we were before all this started mm. um but there there definitely is one company who just I don't I don't get it like I've I've gone to their shows and like I've paid my dues with them. I've set up the ring. I've set up the chairs. I've helped tear down, not even on the show. Obviously I'm trying to get booked, but doing my part, you know, and I've done this at numerous places because it's just, this is it's just current what you, time. 
not current time. This is this was before. Oh, okay. but this, I was like, what? <laughs> this was before. But I but I still fucking would. Yeah, yeah. I still would just because that's who I am, and that's just the respect I have for the business. Yeah. You know, if my friend is on a show and I show up, you need a few extra hands to pick up some chairs. I'm gonna pick up a few extra chairs, yeah. and and I've done this since Listen, being. I'm not signed. doing the posts. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm with you there. Screw the posts. <laughs> <laughs> but like no I'll, I'll pick up some chairs and you know whatever and help tidy up yeah. you know many hands make light work especially if you know my friend is on this show there's one company in particular i could never figure out why they wouldn't book me and it's like it kind of hurts a little bit like flat out like hey what's the deal and they give you the runaround so not that I need it at this point, but like I just want them to reach out just so I can be like, nah. <laughs> That's well. Because yeah. I'm petty. I don't know if that should drive you. <laughs> I think- oh, it drives me to be great. I, I'm determined to be absolutely great <laughs> just so they can be like, hey, we have a huge show. And I can be like, nah. No, no, no. But I guess my my, my, my more wondering what that was the, I guess the trans wrestlers or the community individually just like face i don't know do you are you getting a lot of facebook messages of like you know what i'm saying i'm just like hey like i'm in this position i didn't know who to reach out to you're a star on television so yes in in that regard yes and that that is a wild place for me to be because yeah. i'm terrible at advice <laughs> i feel like i probably have the worst outlook on everything i'm like real to the point of just being like a, a fault like kind of harsh like i know you want some uplifting upbeat message but like i'm just gonna give you the yeah. god's honest truth of like, is a bitch yeah <laughs> so, tear you up spit you out <laughs> so don't come to me for advice yeah. unless you want cold hard facts right. but I, but i but i am happy to give back and help because you know nobody aside from mariah and jessica like nobody really was out there when I needed them. So to be that for somebody else is a blessing. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's not even a small, it's like two people. (laughs) (laughs) So wild. Uh, Wow. Podcasts are ad free over my Patreon. I'm going to take one more break and then we'll finish off the podcast. Did you just like get a random call? Like, Hey, we're starting this wrestling promotion. It's going to be on television. Got a random DM. A random DM. <laughs> Got a random DM from Kenny. Um, I've, I've told this. Story. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was somebody ribbing me because yeah. I like j- was just talking about Kenny Omega, like in some way, shape, or form. And I thought somebody was ribbing me, um, and which is a running theme in my life. Same thing happened with Rude Boy and ICP. That's a different story for a different time. Have you still not done? No, I've done the gatherings, okay, okay. but just like when I when I met Rude Boy, like I thought it was somebody messing with me, gotcha. and I'm like, send me a picture of you on the couch right now, <laughs> and then like he's like, okay, weirdo, and I'm like, I'm sorry, sorry. Mr. Rude Boy, I apologize, uh, like a lot of a lot of scammers out there. <laughs> you understand, and now me and Rudy are great friends. Hell yeah, he's the man. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Kenny's like, hey, we're starting this thing. I don't know, I don't know if you've heard, but like we're starting this thing, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Kenneth and you know then I'm like going and looking like wait this is a verified account like oh my god I'm so glad I didn't cuss this person out and when you got that were you in Japan or were you in a back I had just gotten back to the states and I did not know what I was gonna do with my life wow wow I was gonna say it's like I don't like I don't know if you had a home wrestling promotion did you even have that I I did not have a home wrestling promotion anymore I had gotten muscled out of my shoot job as a caretaker. Uh, so I had nothing. 
What a great story. <laughs> I, I literally had nothing. I want to say I had maybe $300 wow. in the bank. Wow. I mean, I usually just like, my motto kind of is like, eh, it always just works itself out. Yeah. Same. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I guess I don't worry about it too much. Um, I don't know if that's a privilege. What's going to happen? Is it, but... I, don't, I don't know. I think it's just definitely, uh, I don't know that it's privilege. Probably maybe partly, partly privilege, but it's also kind of like just a person to person thing because I'm very much the same way. Like, people are like, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'll go do a job yeah. somewhere. Like, or whatever. Go beyond <laughs> TNT. I <can> whatever. <laughs> Their job at the laundry mat or go beyond TNT. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so, like, was it like, listen, I know it's not about money. Obviously, it's like the greatest thing ever to be able to offer this to. But it was just like, uh, I have $300. Like, like, oh, yeah, like, when does this check? <laughs> do we got weekly checks or what? Like, when is that? <laughs> was it like a race to see when this when this thing comes through? I don't know. <laughs> Kind of, <laughs> like you said, it's it's it is absolutely not about the money, but damn, is it nice? Right. Especially when you have three hundred dollars in the bank, you've got bills due, and you don't know where that next check is coming mm-hmm. from, for sure. And then on top of it, you're getting a check for doing something you absolutely love. Right. Uh, and then it's uh, you, your your kid. You're public about this stuff. Yes. Yeah, and your wife. Yes, and. She's making gear. Yes. I feel like I know. I feel, she wasn't at the time. Okay. I feel you're like plugging this, but I'm not. <laughs> do we, do we, do all of us have gear by her? <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people have pieces here and there, but like, I also kind of feel like, and this, this is the, the perception and expectations. Like people, people think maybe she's like exclusive to me. No, like hit her up for gear. Seems legit. Like, buy her stuff like make what make her dreams come seems legit dmv dot com dot or twitter i don't know seems at, at seems legit DMV. but not s-e-e-m-s it's a pun yes is that right seems s-e-a-m-s that's right um yeah no at the time she wasn't doing gear but she had been she's a seamstress by trade like she's been doing it for like 30 years uh and i said hey uh gonna be on tv need some new gear that doesn't look like ass yeah can you help me out so we workshopped a few things and um the first the first couple of gears went in the trash she hated them (laughs) she hated them so much uh but like the first one that actually was like okay this this could be something was actually like a a fluke it was for uh what was the thing fighter fest Mm -hmm. it was the uh, bee orchid uh green facsimile that we did there for that one for the fighter oh, fest you're telling me like I, yes <laughs> for oh kid, yeah the bee orchid yeah bee orchid yeah. from killer instinct i was like because my nerdy ass was like oh we're doing a fighter fest video game so i'm gonna do killer instinct okay i didn't know any of those references <laughs> but now i'm like oh i guess that's a thing so if i knew that thing i would have known that thing <laughs> you you nodded you, you made me feel good mm-hmm. it's my job as a podcast <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first one that she made it got great reviews and i gave her some feedback and she just kind of took what she knew from costuming and, and making clothes and applied it to sewing and i keep having to teach her how to work on the fly i'm like think outside the box like mm. you're you're not making trousers for like a, a business meeting you're making we love sequence <laughs> yeah like you're making stretchy fight clothes like Get crazy with it. So you can actually, if you pay a lot of attention, you can see the evolution 
in her style and in, in everything from the gear, the first few sets to like where I'm at now. And she'll do anyone else's too. But she'll do anybody else's. Does she do people on the roster? She does. Oh, we love to promote. Them. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know who she's done on the roster. Um, I know she's done some of our uh, local talent. Okay. She's done some stuff for uh, people in uh, other companies as well. Great. And then, I mean, I guess it's just here, you're on, here we are in AW and Vicky. I had Vicky on. Yeah. A great, great team. <laughs> I love her. Right. How can you not? I love her so much. <laughs> we, I, I did not realize how much alike we were yeah yeah she's fun yeah you guys are both fun thank you and um yeah, yeah i guess we hope that this just goes on forever forever fight forever, fight forever. <laughs> we do we yeah. do um, it's because we love it right fun that's all i got yeah, all right <laughs> I appreciate you hanging out with me. No, thank you. This is this is fun. This is fun. fun. Thank you. Okay, bye. Nyla Rose can be hilariously followed on Twitter for the time being and Instagram at Nyla Rose Beast. Also, go get yourself some wrestling gear at Seems Legit DMV on Twitter and at Seems underscore Legit underscore Sewing on Instagram. Seems is spelled S E A M. S. Please go back to last week and listen to the podcast I did with Peter Avalon. These are the two I had in my bank. Hopefully I will grab some more and we can listen to some more Art of Wrestlings. Uh, but for now, we're going to get into some plugs and upcoming events. All right, my Patreon is patreon.com slash Cole Cabana. That's where you can listen to ad-free archives of almost 500 episodes of The Art of Wrestling, ad-free archives of Wrestling Anonymous, and new bonus Wrestling Anonymous episodes just for the Patreon. I'm doing those twice a month. This month, myself and Hornswoggle listen to some calls, and we gave our thoughts. There are different tiers over on my Patreon. There's one where I'll send you a vinyl sticker every month, and I'll actually write the envelopes, and I'll give you a little fun nickname when I write them out. You can grab some merch at coltmerch.com. I got upper deck signed cards, critical botch comic books, micro brawlers, and some new autograph pictures are up. Check out Whatnot, usually on Wednesdays, but this Black Friday, a special Colts closet will be at 6 p.m. Central. Just download Whatnot and follow Pro Wrestling Tees or go to pwtlive.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube are all at Cole Cabana. I am on Twitch all the time playing games. Twitch is free. Twitch.tv slash Colt Cabana. You can subscribe for some cool perks, but just come and hang out. It's a fun time. ColtWrestling at gmail.com is my very public email. That's where you can hit me up for shows, conventions, business, or non-business stuff, or send me something fun to my P.O. box, which can be found on the bottom of my website, ColtCabana.com. In terms of upcoming, December 2nd, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, wrestling for Hornswoggle's promotion, ACWWisconsin.com, and then who knows what else I'm doing, but I would love to do them. Podcast cover art and design is by Jimmy Lee, photo by James Musclewhite. I want to thank OneHourTees.com. They help run ProWrestlingTees.com. That's where you can buy all of my t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Colt Cabana. And a huge thank you to everybody just for listening, hanging out, being a friend, sending positive vibes my way. I always appreciate the positive vibes. You people are great. You love wrestling. I love wrestling. That's why I love you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you. This has been The Art of Wrestling. For Cole Cabana, I'm Cole Cabana. Thanks. Checks. Check, check, checkity, check.
check. Keep checking. Check, check, check. One, two, three. This is my normal talking voice. Is it though? At a reasonable volume. Sometimes I get a little loud because oh, yeah, I get excited. Little, little too loud. Check one, two. I'll no, try not I'm to get too loud. loud. I'll try not to get too excited. I need to be a little more loud. There's a pretty big mirror. I don't know. Which of the million podcasts are you making me do? <laughs> are you forced? To, what are you saying? <laughs> this is where you call up anonymously. <laughs> You're going to have a phone call. Uh, okay. Here we go. Which one do you want to do? I don't care. You're just fun to talk to, so. We're just talking. I, yeah, I didn't really care what you really you want to do. It. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Got you don't know. I have no idea what I'm getting into. No. Well, it's me and you talking about life. Oh. In general. Okay. Everything. All right. The ups, the downs, the Bucky's adventures. The that left, sweatshirt. the rights. Well, not. Not so much the left, not and right. the left, not and right. the, the ups okay. and downs. I was just the Bucky.